you know, a lot of times I'm going to say things that I slip up on and there's, yeah. there's an enormous amount of dialogue out there by me that I haven't considered. Sure. I haven't really thought it through, but isn't that life like, again, yeah. back to innovation or just a society and how we're going to manage things. You know, we don't know the answers to so many things. We don't know those answers. Right. We know here's what we know. We know love and kindness are better than lots of the other yeah. things. And so it's more of a platform. I, I've described it in the past as kind of like a megaphone for other people in Wichita. I'm going to Wichita. I'm just a boy from Kansas. Mom, mama said to run with the Welcome back to another episode of the Witch Life Podcast. My name's Landon. Today's sponsor is El Primo Espresso Cafe. El Primo is the oldest coffee shop in town and one of my favorites. It's located at Central and Woodlawn or downtown. Check out their plethora of drinks or start out with a breakfast sandwich to start your day. Today's episode is a little bit different. Brandon Paulsine of the ICT Podcast, which is another local Wichita podcast, invited me on just to chat podcasts. We ended up talking a lot about social media, just conversations in general, and kind of the direction uh, that we want to see the world go. So check out that conversation and go check out the ICT podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the ICTpodcast.com. Grab your device. Go to the icon that says podcast hit that search ict p-o-d-c-a-s-t and follow the ict podcast subscribe is the way that they technically put it today landed huslig landon started wichita life wichita life ict is i think how you find him uh and we'll find that later in this podcast but landon does a phenomenal job uh highlighting incredible stories in wichita kansas and uh you can follow him on instagram at uh wichita life ict and we have a great conversation i'm very excited that we got to have this conversation he did a hell of a job uh ladies and gentlemen introducing mr landon huslig follow him on wichita life ict and listen to this podcast this is cool yeah Boom, all of a sudden we're right in each it's a lot more ears. official than uh than mine usually are so what where did that where did you even start with the idea of i'm gonna start recording conversations with people sure i mean we call them podcasts right it's a conversation for Pod sure podcast is more official but it's a conversation yeah but i mean where did that even where did your thought go? I want to talk to somebody live on a microphone where we push it out to other people. Sure. So I started Wichita Life, which was originally just Instagram and then kind of grew to other social media and that kind of thing. So I'd been doing that for about a year and then I kind of hopped into the podcast. So I started doing the Instagram in May of 2017. And then in June of 2018, I was like, you know, I think I could do a podcast. I'm an engineer full time. And so I listen to podcasts all day long, audiobooks or podcasts. And so I was like, okay, I think I could do that. And so one day I just sat down with my brother who uh, played football in college and okay. set my iPhone on the table and I'm like, hey, let's just try this out. I had a few questions prepared and we just talked for 45 minutes. And okay, so that's what you did. You grabbed your iPhone, which, yeah. by the way, that works. In fact, I did that earlier today. Mm -hmm. We have a little segment that we're going to put on the ICT podcast. Uh, 
where it's it's about you know food that people are eating. Sure. And I grab the phone, and I don't know how the hell it's going to work. What happened, Christopher? You might have to make it sound pretty good in post, uh, but you can actually just grab your your iPhone yeah. or your device, and you can record people having a conversation. Yeah. And whether or not it's going to be good, you never know. I think it's better than nothing. And I think if I, I could have convinced myself to just keep waiting, but I think part of it was I'm going to make myself do five, 10, whatever the number of episodes. And then I earned the right to go spend some money on it. Not that I, a microphone or anything is that expensive, but just, I always have crazy ideas. And so it's one of those things like, okay, is this just one of those ideas that I'm going to quit after five episodes or is this something I'm serious about? And okay. So, so yeah. it'd be like, uh, Oh, I want to run a marathon. Right. But whatever shoes are in my closet right now, I'm going to go run with those. Those are probably good enough until I can prove I can run over five miles. Exactly. Right? Yeah. No, that's good. That makes yeah. that makes perfect sense as I kick the beer over. But <laughs> uh, it, Landon Huslig, thank you for being on the ICT podcast. Uh, it's really cool because you did create something that did, did not exist. And the city of Wichita flocked to it. And as you said, you started as an Instagram. And yep. it's just at Wichita Life. Wichita right? Life ICT. Yeah. Wichita Life I added that ICT. on there for whatever reason, but yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, hey man, I hope you have at Wichita Life too. Uh, I actually don't think I do, but somebody did somebody snag that? Uh, I don't think so. I think I for whatever reason I just added the ICT at the end. Okay, and, before this thing gets released, yeah, maybe I should going, go grab you're that. You're gonna go grab it <laughs> just in case. And here's why I'm telling you this: ICTpodcast.com mm -hmm. got taken away for a year, and boy, did that piss me off. Did you have it previously? Oh yeah. Oh man, we okay. had it. We had it for two years, and whatever happens, yeah. you know, you you miss a date or this or. I did that. notice it wasn't .com on yours, and I was curious what. And now but, it oh, now man. it's back. We're back, baby. ICTpodcast.com. Right. Yeah. So you can find his it, ICTpodcast.com, ICTpodcast. But sure. but that whole idea of creating uh, a a a, per, a profile, um, something that is unique, you kind of have to make sure that you've buttoned up all the things sure. around that. Yeah. So when you were starting Wichita Life ICT, Wichita Life ICT. Yeah. And by the way, do you, I'm still as, as much as I'm on Instagram, which is uh, more than I care to admit, uh, I don't even know, is it, you put the at in front of it? You do. Yeah. Search? It's the same as pretty much everything. I think okay. the social media, whoever's in charge of We've the social media gods decided that the sign at is, is ubiquitous. Yeah. Okay. And so when you grab that, what was your first picture? Honestly, I don't remember the exact first picture. Somebody else asked me that actually somewhat recently. And so early on, I had just posted pictures of whatever I thought was cool around Wichita. And so it was probably either the keeper of the planes, because that's just been consistent throughout. Sure. Or um, it might have been a picture of River City Brewery, because that was is and was one of my favorite places in town. And so it's probably a picture of that. So great. Uh, River City Brewery has to either sponsor the ICT podcast or the Wichita Life podcast. That would podcast. be awesome. But you did. You created a podcast outside of or in in addition to. In addition to, yeah. The uh, the Instagram page. Mm -hmm. And so were you, did you come through this with, all right, I'm going to start this and see what, what people think about it? Or were you just playing around having a good time and then – people started to notice and, sure and kind of both questions kind of both uh the first one like i said was with my brother and so for the longest time that was the biggest episode by far which some people might say because it was the first so it's been out longer but i think it's more like my mom sent it to all of our relatives and got a couple hundred downloads but um yeah it honestly it was for fun and just i thought it was a good addition i thought it was something that could 
complement my skill set. So like I said, I'm an engineer. And so a lot of people think antisocial or can't mm. speak. And not that I've ever viewed myself that way, but I think it was just a way to work on my communication skills and speaking skills and that stuff outside of just work. Well, good for you for doing that because, pardon me, it must have been the beer. Uh, most people don't want to work on their what might be perceived as a weakness. Sure. And so, so you're an engineer and you're doing what are you doing on a day to day basis from an engineering perspective? Because I clearly am not sure. an engineer. Uh, I work up at Coke Industries. So I work for Flint Hills Resources. And so I'm a pipeline integrity engineer. And so essentially boiled down or dumbed down, it's to keep the oil in the pipe. That's my job. So we analyze the pipe to make sure that it's not going to leak by a dent if somebody hit us or cracks or corrosion or anything like that. So, and when you find that it, uh, it's, uh, it's going to leak, what do you do? Um, well, so ideally we catch it years beforehand. We just know we run a tool or, um, our software and that kind of stuff every few years. And so we make sure we can repair it before the next one. If it's, if we predict it to fail, it's a lot of um, probabilistic or like risk model type stuff. There's a lot of software that goes into it, predicting when something might fail. And then we decide what we need to go fix. So the, the, the pipe itself is smart. Um, the tool that we put through it. the pipe is okay. So the pipe's just metal, just right. some dumb metal in the ground coated with whatever. Um, and then we run a, a smart tool or a smart pig is what it's called. And then we go analyze that data, which analyzing that data, we basically get a spreadsheet with, hundreds to hundreds of thousands of line items. And we kind of have to figure out what's injurious or dangerous or could be a threat. Say so. that word again, because it's a word I don't know that I've ever heard. Injurious? Injurious. Interesting. I yeah. love that. I love yeah. hearing words that I've never heard before. I heard that for the longest time before I knew what it meant. And don't ask me to get the exact you, definition, but basically something that's a threat or it's dangerous or could be harmful. Did you use it before you actually fully knew? Oh, it oh all the time. Oh, yeah. I've totally done that. I sounded smart in the meetings. Right? <laughs> it's injurious. Mm, exactly. Keep landing around. He knows what he's talking exactly. about. Exactly. Uh, well, typically, and Peter Drucker says this, that people who are engineering minds don't have, and I'm going to paraphrase the way sure. that I think he's saying it is, uh, people don't have that. If you have an engineering mind, you don't like to kind of talk about various issues just all over the place. Kind of like what we're doing right now. Mm -hmm. and the purpose of what we're doing right now is I don't know where we're going to go. I'm not sure exactly sure. where this conversation is going to lead us. Uh, but most engineers will not even participate in yeah. such a thing so what takes a guy who's in uh, seeking injurious failures of pipelines did i use that even properly pretty close <laughs> you nailed it <laughs> uh to say i i want to i want to start talking to people even if your brother is, sure. is your first uh suspect i think one thing one thing that i could be better at but i think i go into my podcast with a list of questions whether or not that's a good thing i think sometimes it works to my benefit and sometimes I don't necessarily listen as well as I could to ask follow-up questions. I try to, because I think that's the best podcast is when you go down a rabbit hole, because otherwise it's like a lot of the people that are being interviewed, maybe like a, a Richard Ryerson or somebody like that, like they're probably going to get answered or asked a lot of the same questions. And so you're going to hear some of the same answers, but when you go down the rabbit holes, that's something they're probably going to get excited to talk about. And also people haven't heard, several times. Like if you've listened to another interview with him, you might've heard some similar questions. And so I think I like to go down those rabbit holes. Um, but again, I, I think it's just meeting new people and I, I am a people person. I am an engineer, but I'm also a people person. Um, and so I, I think it's like talking to people. 
Yeah, and talking to people is something that we need to do more of. Yeah. Uh, and I think this is a skill. I think the opportunity to sit down and, and just communicate with somebody one-on-one right. without a device and learn about their perspective on things that we're not exactly sure we've thought about. Right. Uh, I like the fact that things aren't prepared because in this day and age, people want to be prepared for everything coming their way. And right. some of that's good, but it also, uh, what it does is it makes you have this perspective that, or perception that, oh, whatever you're going to say, that's exactly what you mean, and I'm going to hold you to it. And that's not life. Right. That doesn't make much sense to, be, hey, in, innovation happens because you make a lot of mistakes. Right. People exactly. get into business because they want to they want to provide a good service or, or a good product and you have to make an enormous amount of mistakes right and the the talking business is about no mistakes and i don't understand that right and so when i when i would listen to a lot of podcasts i think that's what i enjoyed about it yeah and i really didn't even start listening to podcasts i, I would listen to talk radio you sure. know clear back in when, when I became a professional in the early 2000s, I would listen to a lot of talk radio. And sometimes yeah. that was NPR, and sometimes that was uh, you'd find a radio station of somebody who would actually just talk, and they really didn't have an agenda. Right. And they would invite people on to ask them questions that they hadn't fully considered. Yeah. So I, I think that's a, I think that's a very beneficial and maybe even lost art as we move forward. I mean, yeah. you're a younger man than I am. Do you see that your generation likes to interact in deep conversation where we're not exactly sure where this is going to go? I think we're swinging back towards that way. But I do think you mentioned without a device. I think that doesn't happen as often as it should. Um, I guess one instance of that is I had a friend come in town. He lives in Denver uh, a few months back. And so my brothers and I went out. He's one of my good friends from high school. We went out and grabbed a beer. And we sat and talked for two hours and yeah. didn't have our phones with us and stuff. And it was, that was one of the best conversations I'd had in a while, just because it was, I'm not distracted looking at my phone or checking email or Instagram or whatever else, but having a conversation, man, how have you been? Like, it's been months, what's going on? And I, I think we're starting to swing back more that way. Um, especially, I mean, I don't know if you've seen that there's a new documentary on Netflix called the social dilemma, yeah, kind of about how addictive it is and everything else. And I think, Everybody knows that, but I hope people are really opening their eyes and doing something proactive, whether it's temporarily deleting it off their phone or um, setting the limits on your iPhone so you don't check social media for 10 hours a day, like whatever that looks like. So, Isn't that interesting, though? If we So we now have to have our device tell us when and when we cannot right. use it. Right. But think about that. So we're having a machine tell us how and when and where. And if you have a Fitbit or an mm -hmm. iWatch or any other device that tells you all these really cool things, right? right? There's phenomenal things that it can tell you. If you're if you're someone who wants to get in really good shape, it can tell you more than you need to know. If you're not eating right, it can tell you that. Yeah. If you need to go to bed on time, it can tell you that. But all of a sudden now we, this is the way I look at it, is if, you know, there's, are there aliens in the sky or the in, in the universe that are looking down on this wild experiment on mm -hmm. Earth and they're going, oh, look, uh, they're all controlled by these screens right? and honestly. they do what these screens say. Yeah. So if we just put screens in front of them, they'll just do what that says. But right. as opposed to controlling our own destiny. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. One of the quotes in that documentary, I was actually just watching it last night. Um, and one of the quotes was the only industries that call their customers users are illegal drugs and social media. 
Wow. And so I thought that was interesting. That like, that's actually profound. a really good point. We try to think about it. There's really not a whole lot of stuff that would use the term user rather than customer. It's true. You know but, what's funny is I never considered what you just said that we did. I grew up, I, I was a young child in the 80s and I really grew up in the 90s. But the fact is that a user was a drug addict. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. I know. My mind was blown when I heard that. I had to pause it for a minute and just think about that because it's a pretty powerful concept when you think about it. Well, continue on. What else did you grasp from that or glean from that that scared you? I mean, I, again, I think it's stuff, it's nothing new to us. But uh, again, one of the things I guess that stood out was we might think we're smarter than it and like, oh, well, I'm only going to click this because I want to click on this or not click on this other one. But they know what they're serving us up. And they know there's a 75% probability I'm going to click on this link and a 65% on this picture. So they're going to feed us what's going to go. But I don't I don't know. It's, it's just scary to think that how much power they have over us. And I mean, especially now right before the election, you can see how much, how divisive that is. When, and going off that point, I guess getting back to something I wanted to say, the lost conversation aspect, I think we all need to be better about like, the debates why is it back and forth you have 35 seconds to speak and then mr president mr president and they get cut off or whoever's debating why can't they sit down and have this conversation right. and let america watch right well it's and that's been proposed by phenomenal uh podcasters uh and for some reason it's just i we're not there yet but i kind of think by the next election I hope cycle so. we will be all in on that but then it has its own you know being naked as far as your intellect uh, in this conversation is, I, you know, a lot of times I'm going to say things that I slip up on and there's, yeah. there's an enormous amount of dialogue out there by me that I haven't considered. Sure. I haven't really thought it through, but isn't that life like, again, yeah. back to innovation or just a society and how we're going to manage things. You know, we don't know the answers to so many things. We don't know those answers. Right. We know that. Here's what we know. We know love and kindness are better than lots of the other yeah. things. Uh, but I want to go back to what you said about, because mm -hmm. you kept saying they, they know what they're doing. They, who's they in your, I'm just curious because I use that same they. Who's in your, when you were saying that, when you were genuflecting, <laughs> who's they? Um, I guess I don't even know what, what I was saying for that part. But, but you were like, well, like, they, they know what we're doing. When oh, we're clicking just it. the companies, the social media companies, whether okay. it's Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, who's owned by Facebook, right. whoever that is, there's a thousand engineers versus us basically. Right. Like, and it's not necessarily malicious intent. They're going for profit and attention. They're mm -hmm. vying for us, for our attention. And so they use psychologists, they use algorithms and stuff that we we aren't even picking up on, but they're using all these little tricks and stuff. And again, they're me using they, but these engineers who are probably a lot smarter than me are designing these things to be addictive. And so I think that's the they is just whether it's the companies or the specific engineers or whoever that is. Well, here's the reason I ask you that, because recently we had a major publication and we used to all even you're a younger man than i am you still got your news from a newspaper yeah. or a news outlet yeah. at one point in your life those were you watched a television news channel or you picked up a physical newspaper sure. true yeah you're not too young for that no right you've seen, yeah so I grew up, we had yeah. an enormous newspaper uh in the united states of america that was completely shut off of those two mediums you talked about mm -hmm. facebook and twitter because they said, well, it's probably not true. And I'm, I don't even really care about the content of it. And we don't even have to get into it. But the fact that 
that a major newspaper was shut off right. of the two, I would say, most yeah. uh, what like how many people get their news from Twitter and I mean, from I, Facebook? I, I don't have cable. I don't ever watch the news. I don't subscribe to the newspaper, so I might see a headline on on social media from one of our local, like the Wichita Eagle or one of the other, um, I mean, New York Times, whatever it is. Uh, but I get my news from Twitter most of the time. And it might not, I, I try to verify it and I try not to like, hey, did you see this headline? But I'll try to look into it a little bit more, but I get mine. That's my primary news, so news source. So if Twitter's your primary news source and you know factually that the algorithms do what the algorithms right. do. That's probably a problem. And that in the last few days, we know verifiably that yeah. they have removed content. Right. What? How do you feel about that? I mean, I'll probably think twice before just checking i mean i can there's plenty of other places to look for it but yeah i, I see both sides of it because i mean i don't know if it's because i'm an engineer or just I, I like to play devil's advocate i do think it's a problem censoring is a problem no matter where it's at twitter facebook those are how people get things out nowadays because everyone's there and so there's a problem censoring it my other problem is is i guess maybe if it's a private company versus public company maybe a little different but it is Twitter's platform. So part of me says we shouldn't tell Twitter how to run their own platform. But at this point, like when uh, President Trump is using it as he uses it, like no one's ever used it before as his trumpet to get messages out. I mean, everybody has a right to use it and use it to distribute information. So I don't know if, I don't know. Sensory is a problem. Well, I think goes, that's the biggest issue. Because these devices that we do have uh, as recent as one president, one administration ago, yeah. Uh, it became a utility, right? You know, it wasn't utility. That's the word. Yeah, it wasn't a utility to have a phone. It was, and this was funny. This is a little thing. I'm going to go back on this because no, I'm yeah. old enough where uh, I lived in Arizona and I dated a girl in San Diego, California. It's really expensive to live in San Diego <laughs> when you're 20 years old. I bet. And it was probably expensive no matter what age you are. But as a 20 year old trying to get through college and all that kind of stuff, it is. So I digress. But the point is that she found this little loophole that the apartment she lived in, uh, they asked a question are you uh, a, a needy person? That's not what it said, but sure. do you need like public assistance? And she was like, well, of course I do. I'm a, I'm yeah. a 20 year old. And she was saying it kind of tongue in cheek. Right. But the fact is they sent her a phone and I'm talking about the phone that has numbers that you pick <laughs> up and you dial. Now you're not too young to remember that <clears throat> no, one, right? I, I you know, that. Yeah. but the point is like, that was a utility. Yeah. Everybody deserved that because it was a safety measure. You can't live in an apartment in San Diego and not have a phone right. if you can't because you can't afford it. So they would supply one for you. And then and one just one administration ago, everybody got uh, a device. Right. And that was a utility. So I use that to try to get into the conversation about Twitter, Facebook, yeah. those are the places that you go for for news, but yeah. if they're eliminating some of the knowledge that needs yeah. to be out there the debate or just simply the the dialogue right of what people want to say the bully pulpit the rather or not whatever it yeah. is is that an issue that we should address i think it is yeah and how the hell do we address it yeah <laughs> above my pay grade yeah i think it does step up though because it's like okay utility like you said is a phone at one point it was a phone at one point it's the internet because especially now with all, I mean, a lot of elementary, middle, high school kids worked or doing school from home during the pandemic, yep. they need internet to do yep. their school. Take that a step further, news. So the stuff that's built on the internet, Twitter, Facebook, I, I don't know if you can take it away. Maybe, I mean, maybe you flag it if it could be fake news. Because I think the other part of that is the fake news on Facebook, whether 
it's I don't know, truly fake or whatever you call it, but there's so many fake news stories that people just don't verify or don't vet out. And so they share it. It causes outrage. It divides families, communities, the nation. See, I'm as an older man than you. (laughs) I'll stop (laughs) saying that. But around the water cooler, I remember those when I first got into a professional job where I got a paycheck, you would go to the proverbial water cooler and People would say, hey, did you hear the, and it sure. was usually sports stories from the right, night right. before, but a lot of times it was, did you hear the, and it was what they read as they were drinking their coffee on their way out the door, which was the headline. Right. And there were headline readers, headline yep, readers, yep. and you'd go, what? Wow, that's crazy. And then maybe a week or two or 10 weeks later, you would dig deeper into that story right. and find out that, well, they didn't know what the hell they were talking about. They just simply read the headline. Right. And when you read the headline, it doesn't tell you anything because that's no, the yeah. that's the marketing piece. It's big, bold, and and right. black. To so get the you, clicks today, or just grab your attention to before. grab yeah. your attention. So hopefully you're supposed to, but it was supposed to originally grab your attention, so you would read deeper into the article, right? right? But now that's not what it is. It is the lead. It's right. the lead, and no one goes or has the idea to go any deeper. I, I've used this example on this podcast, and it's under COVID. That uh, early on in COVID, it said that, uh, or it said, <laughs> the who's the, who are these it's yeah, and days right, that we're exactly. talking about, but. The idea was that younger people were not going to be affected as much as older people, right? Mm-hmm. And we still sort of know that to be more true today than ever. Right. But uh, I think it was in April, and I read on Reuters where it was like a healthy 17-year-old dies of, of COVID. And I went, oh, my gosh. And I have to read this article right. because, like, th- clearly it's not sure. going to affect just older people. And I read, and, you know, I have a short attention span, but I got to the third or fourth paragraph, and it finally said that that 17-year-old was 350 pounds right. and diabetic. And this is a problem, right? Because yeah. I had to really dig deep into the story and how many other people are going, see, I told you it's going to kill everybody or whatever the case may yeah. be. But that is a problem. And you just got through saying, well, it divides families, it this, that, and the other. Well, I don't know that that already wasn't happening sure. years yeah. ago That's under, a great point. A, under a different, you know, or different or same medium uh, of how we, we get our news. Sure. But this is the part that I am so frightened about. And you do a podcast and you talk to people. And by the way, your podcasts are phenomenal because I like the fact that you have a set of questions. You have a point of view. Yeah. And anytime someone's going to put out information and you have a specific point of view, that's a good thing, I think. And yeah. you're doing it from a good, from a place of good. You want these people to shine. It's not a gotcha thing. Sure. It's really about making this person elevating yeah, whatever absolutely. they're doing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. So uh, in the context of our conversation, if if you're gonna if you're going to uh, take someone and and just make them a gotcha article, then it's an entertainment thing. Right, exactly. And even Fox News, I think, is admitted, and I think it's for legal purposes that they're more of an entertainment channel. Sure. And maybe CNN has done that, but you know, C-SPAN isn't. They're right. it's boring. They're literally showing you what is of the public record on right. the House or the Senate floor or some book club, which right, right. <laughs> yeah. be, but so now how do we get people to engage appropriately? Yeah. Back to what you said with I had friends, we sat down, we had a beer and we just talked. And I I would contend that that's probably the most authentic conversation you've had in a long time. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how you I think it's kind of putting the genie back in the bottle. I don't know how you do that at some point because people, again, goes back to everybody being addicted to their phones, which is where you get the source of news, which is, it's all about clicks and profit. I mean, they're not, 
Twitter and Facebook aren't going to dial that back because that's how they make their money. So why would they try to do it? And newspapers are already on their last leg for them. I mean, I know the Eagles struggling. I know a lot of the big newspapers are struggling because, I mean, when you can just listen to a podcast or uh, get your news from a blog or something like that that you trust, I mean, why pay whatever? I don't even know what a newspaper subscription costs. $10 a month, especially now that the Eagles. Wall Street Journal is thirty eight ninety nine a month there you go that's expensive by the way i think you you're not going to convince any i mean i can't say that most people or most of my friends or people my age to pay that much a month i don't even pay for cable like i'm not going to pay 39 bucks for a newspaper so yeah yeah. well and that's again the wall street journal i i happen to prefer and like it sure uh, yeah there's there's other sources and news that i do pay for uh so what's the public good right as opposed to this top down you know, the top knows and the bottom doesn't. So the top sure. is, is going to tell you how do you live your life. I think that is a, a, a problematic situation. And I think we need to have more of a grassroots of yeah. let every human being make the choices that they want to make in the United States of America, as long as you're not hurting other people. Yeah, 100%. And by the way, if you want to be ignorant to what's happening, that may be a good thing yeah. in, the, in this day yeah, and age. That's fine. But what? how do we do that where we... We know that they, as you mm-hmm. say, they are feeding information that the masses who are going to be the one, if they're, if you're uh, engaging with your device, you're probably someone who's going to go vote because you're engaged in the process. But there's a lot of people who don't want to be engaged sure. in the process. They just kind of want to live their lives. And I've yeah. said, I said, they just want to go home and take care of their families yeah. or they just want to live a good, happy life, yeah. whatever that may be. But the policy, that is happening in your in in Wichita, USA, mm-hmm. in Sedgwick County, in Kansas, in uh, the middle of the country to the United States of America is being uh, the legislation is being uh, uh, influenced. Sorry, yeah. I couldn't think yeah. of that word mm-hmm. by the people that are engaging in this process. Yeah. So you have to be engaged. But most of us need to be disengaged back to the documentary yeah. that you yep. were listening last night. So. Engaged or disengaged, what, what? where's the healthy balance? Yeah, that's a great question. I think it's, I think a good way to look at it would be, how to say this, like mindfully engage versus like just infinite scroll. I think because on Instagram, you could just, again, you said you don't use it a whole lot, but like Instagram's a good example, or I mean, even Facebook or, or Twitter for that matter, you could just scroll for hours and not realize how much time you just spent on the app and i think if you which sometimes that's a after a long day at work maybe that's what you need 20 30 minutes whatever that's fine not judging anybody for that i do that but be mindful about that be like hey i'm looking at these specific uh people or i guess twitter is a good example of somewhere where you can curate your feed to a point like i can unfollow everybody and follow the 50 people i really want to hear from i know this guy's trustworthy and he's very intelligent. I know this girl is also very intelligent and has a good point of view. And hopefully it's across the gamut from left to right, conservative, liberal. So you're getting a taste of everything. Cause I think another problem is that people get stuck in their echo chamber and then they only hear what they want to hear. And then Facebook will feed them not a good argument for the other side, but something that's just going to cause controversy and like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, no, but, uh, on, Instagram, the algorithm, and I've tested this because I use Instagram uh, to promote the podcast yeah, primarily. Yeah. 
but I do like it for a lot of other things. One of them is my five-year-old loves Star Wars. Yeah. So I found something, I don't even know what it's called, but I'm following something Star Wars wise. Mm -hmm. I'll show him a picture there and it blows his mind. It's something cool about Star Wars. That's awesome. Yeah. Yes. It is so awesome and it's fun and we can engage in this. But if I start pushing buttons of, of pictures that, that show up and they're all of Joe Biden, right. Uh, then I get get more. more. By the way, snowballs. If I push one Joe Biden picture, I get ten. Right. If I push ten, it's an exponential effect. It is that occurs here, and so you're curtailing your Twitter feed to make sure that you get a fair and balanced. That's Mm -hmm. the way I gather what you're saying. Not that I necessarily do that. Others don't even know that the algorithm is going to. I'm going to feed you what you want. Right. Uh, and you're telling me what you want by this click that you make. That's yep. it, which is disingenuous because earlier when I said that I used to listen to talk radio, yeah. I would listen to uh, public radio in Arizona because it was really the only station that was on that didn't have a bazillion commercials. Right. And more than a bazillion commercials that I hate, I'll, I'll listen to talk radio on a public radio station that most of the time it, it – I disagreed with a lot of the sure. things that they were trying to. It takes a long time. That And KMUW and Wichita USA does yeah. a great job. And I think a lot of public news stations do a great job. But it takes a while for all of a sudden you go, oh, wait a minute. They have a very distinct point of view. Yeah. But it takes a while to yeah. kind of sly about it. Yeah. And you got to be careful because you need to be able to push back and question the the, the operative word here, Landon, is you got to question yeah. what somebody just said. I think, yeah, no matter what medium, I think you have to question what somebody just said. If you're just having a conversation, if we're having a conversation, I need to question what you're saying. One, just to understand it, but also, I mean, there's some pushback there. If you see something on social media, if you listen to a podcast, if you listen to the radio, if you watch a movie, like, I think that's how everything should be. But I think a lot of people are a little bit too heavy on the consumption side of things mm. versus creating whether that yeah. creating is just giving their opinion and kind of bouncing back and forth but they're just willing to just soak it in it's easier to do that rather than being engaged in whatever conversation that is yeah so uh do you ever get one of those brita filters yeah yeah and and it's lava rocks mm-hmm. right that's what's taking the impurities out sure i i often think that we're all a bunch of lava rocks right now and the impurities all this nonsense yeah and we're absorbing all yeah, of we it are. and it have you ever seen a, a brita filter after like a year and you pull out those rocks, yeah. it's freaking gross. Yeah. You throw them in the trash, you're like, that's disgusting. Well, I think we're polluting our, you're yeah. polluting your minds, Tony Montagna, mm-hmm. the, with, with this stuff that you're not meant to absorb. You're, ne- you're meant to have it pass through right. and then go, okay, how should I feel about that? And then what should I do? Because you know we need to be assertive on cer- certain things, but we also need to sort of understand another person's point of view sure. because that's how we get, that's, yeah progress what is progress progress is making uh making something a a better solution for all of humanity Mm -hmm. and we screw up sometimes there are unintended consequences i was driving in western kansas earlier this week and uh i was with a colleague of mine and and uh i said what do you think of that i looked off on the horizon and it was these giant uh wind turbines Mm -hmm. you've seen them they're huge windmills right and whether you like them or not, whether you think wind is is a uh, great provider of energy, the idea is good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, as an engineer, let me sure. let me ask you about that first. Is wind a viable engine, uh, a, a viable energy source at some point? 
I, I don't know if it's a hundred percent, but I think, I don't think it hurts. We got a lot of wind in Kansas. Uh, I mean, I haven't looked into it specifically, but I mean, I don't see why not. I, I do know I've heard of some of the negative aspects of it, but I think it's, I mean, I think there's more positive than negative. Right. So, but we're not there yet. Right. Right. Was my argument yeah. to, and the person I was with was saying, well, no, I love this. It's great. And I said, I agree with you, but hold on a second. It's, it's an artificial thing today. You know, the, the federal government has mandated that it's okay to just deliver these, and they're enormous. If you are anyone in the middle part of the country or anywhere that these exist, and they are massive. You see them off in the distance, guys. They're way bigger than you expect. You see the blade on the back of a semi going you down the highway. And, and how big is that blade, landed? It's, it's a like huge semi, yeah. And that's just the blade. Right. And there are three or four of them. I think it's yeah. three. Yeah, I think it's three. And so that means that the pylon that they have it's to sit on, yeah, yeah the, just the engineering around that is is enormous, yeah. right? So, and how many are they? They they keep putting them and putting them. And if we find out that they aren't good, right. and we have artificially created the market for them, sure. and we go, well, gee, that didn't work. Yeah. And we pull the plug. What are you going to do with all these yeah. eyesores? And question. his he made a comment. He goes, who the hell's looking out at Western Kansas and going, oh, that's a beautiful place for me to look. <laughs> and I'm going, good point. However, when they start to deteriorate, if they start to right, deteriorate, sure. because we're not sure that that actually worked out, yeah. there's no incentive to remove them. Right. So you better have a way to work yourself out of a problem. Yeah if it's not the way that you wanted. And it's my opinion that when it's artificially created that there's no incentive to remove something oh, or yeah. an impediment no, that's really, not, yeah. anyway, good sorry, point. I got down that road, no, but you're good. Uh, the idea about that is that we have to be able to try different things. Yeah. You know, as an engineer, you have to try different things. What was the word you used earlier? Injurious. Injurious. You have to have a lot of different techniques to find out if something is injurious or not. Yeah. Did I use it correctly? Yeah, it was good. Okay. Uh, and and as a private company, it's to your benefit to say, we need to make sure that the product we're delivering is good mm -hmm. and that it's delivered safely. And so we're going to make sure we do all the things we can to mm -hmm. make sure it's delivered safely, right? Well, if, if, it's, if it's something that's delivered by a they or a, a larger federal, I'm just going to say it, federal government- yeah. And they're saying, this is what you need to do. Well, chances are there's there's two issues. One, it was whatever elected official was excited about it and had a majority at the time. Sure. And two, when they got it passed, that legislation passed, and the mandate is there, a bureaucracy has to be created to support the agency. Mm -hmm. Well, once you find out that that is no longer a good idea, five, 10, or however many years later, are you going to get rid of the agency and the bureaucracy that exists to support that? Right. No, that's my right. Yeah, I agree. My my yeah. point of view on that. And so now we we have a an infrastructure around something that we know not to be a good idea, mm -hmm. but we don't want to change directions because well now there's people that you know they have jobs around that particular thing even though it wasn't a good thing. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So. If we stop or reduce the amount of conversation around big things like wind energy, that's yeah. a big thing it and a big, big opportunity. I agree with you. You said mm -hmm. it's, it's, it is windy in Kansas, yeah. and it is very windy in Kansas. If we can harness that and create energy as a result of that, wonderful. 
But if we if we suppress conversation about that particular idea, and I'm making about that just sure, because yeah, yeah. I have to make it about something, right, right Landon? Yeah, yeah. If we make it just about that and, and, and we get too tied to the outcome, even though the outcome we already know not to be good, then you're going to have people that just die on that. They're going to they're gonna sacrifice their own life just to keep their livelihood. Right. Because their livelihood is yeah. their, their kids, their family, children's education, all kinds of different things yeah, are surrounded really by that. Now, that's a problem. That is a problem. Yeah. Oh, that is a big thing that I just landed on you there, Landon. I Landed, honestly Landed. never thought about that idea. Like, what if wind energy didn't work? Like, what happens to all those? Because, yeah, like, right, right now, I mean, we're driving out to Colorado or whatever it is, driving through. I'm like, oh, those look really cool and stuff. But if they start falling apart and they don't work and, the, again, we're not getting anything from them. I don't know if it's as cool or as pretty to look at when it's falling apart and the blades are falling off or which I'm sure they have life of 100 years or something or hundreds of years with the whatever metal they're made out of. But I don't know. I, I, I've i never thought about that side of things. Well, but what if the incentives to, because it costs money yeah. to run those things yeah, or run anything for that matter. Mm -hmm. So if all of a sudden the economics change sure. around that and you go, well, we now we can't afford or they're not giving us yeah. our whatever in order to keep that thing going. And that beautiful white uh, pillar mm -hmm. in the, in the background that has those gorgeous blades that literally are, I, I think they're, 300 feet long they may, they may be crazy, longer than yeah. that uh they start to rust and turn yeah dingy and icky what i mean we're going to repurpose those i, I don't I, know I don't that's know. a good question and i'm not hanging up here on on wind so please I, it's really a matter of if you can't have robust debate around yeah. certain things and then go trial and error and move on now i'll have to the the colleague i was with said hey in this one county in kansas said uh they voted on this and they have an out clause and the out clause says we can scrap each one of those and the outcome of the scrap equals this. And therefore we can. Okay. Recoup so they thought it through. Yeah. Yes. Interesting. See, that, and I, I said, John, that's awesome. I love what you just said, but I wonder if they're all like that. Right. Right. That one County made good choices. I hope everybody else makes such good right. choices. It makes me think of the pipeline industry though, because it's like if a pipe for whatever reason, could be let's say it's 50 miles long and it's no longer profitable we'll either leave it in the ground which isn't an eyesore luckily because it's three or four feet the buried in the ground or we'll reuse it if it's makes sense but again i don't know what the reuse case is for a wind turbine that's that big i mean you could recycle the metal but other than that i don't know what that purpose is but we could reuse we could pull that pipe out of the ground and move it to wherever we need it but yeah it's interesting and so carry that little nonsense idea that I just went down to other aspects of life where we don't know the answers to a lot of things. Yeah. And if we, if we make it the law and we say it's, it's unfair or wrong of you to speak negatively about that particular thing because we're so beholden to the concept, mm -hmm. well, now we have negative consequences. Right. And I guess that's what we, we need a freedom of exchange. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. Ways. I think that's I think that's one hill I would die on is I think we need to be able to have conversations about whatever we care about or whatever is important to us. Um, and obviously there's purpose for government, but I, I think I definitely lean towards, uh, I don't know, if you're not hurting anybody and that kind of stuff, which you could take in a, a different policies, different directions, but I don't know. I think we, we need that freedom of exchange, like you mentioned. Yeah, and... I, I don't exactly know how you uh, 
excite people about being in, involved always because some right. people just don't want it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard for, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I'm more involved in Wichita than a lot of people, but there's a lot of stuff I'm not involved that I either don't care to be involved in, or I just, for whatever reason, it takes time and effort and I've got other priorities. But if I'm not the, the one, if I'm not paying attention, there's a lot of other people I, I'm not going to expect them to. Because again, I, I mean, I have a vested interest. Like we plan on being here for the long term. Uh, our family grows up here. But again, it's like, okay, do I spend the time spending energy and time in this area? Whatever that is, whether it's, uh, I don't know, city council, for instance, or something. Diving in and spending more time on that and trying to learn more about those candidates. Or do I spend time with my daughter? If yeah. that's the debate, I'm not, it's not a question. It's not a question. But on the other hand of that, it's like with the podcast, I interviewed Brandon Johnson and we talked I loved that by the way yeah thank you and we talked about the stuff really that like happened him. with uh george really floyd like yeah he's a great guy and so it's like we need to have those conversations too and so i i guess again that's another reason that i started the podcast was just to be able to have conversations with people um from every walk of life and it's like i know more about brandon johnson now i know more about our city now because i started the podcast and had that conversation when otherwise yeah i could have reached out to him and talked to him but i wouldn't really have a reason to talk to him well how about he's a human being now right as opposed to some political candidate 100 yeah or someone who's running district one right. i believe yeah uh, it is district one and you think oh he's just some career politician right. except if you listen to landon's podcast no nah, he never even wanted no. to run he just wanted to do a better job for his community right right yeah absolutely and, he, and he's a good like i would go have a beer with him like i think that's again let's do a, that with everybody exactly honestly i don't know why we can't continue those conversations and again just kind of tying that back to the my podcast there's not really anybody that i've talked to that i haven't left like maybe not like a close friend or something like that but it, it feels like more of an acquaintance like we're having an hour conversation and you don't really just do that with anybody right right so i consider most of the people that i interviewed friends and i think if nothing else like we have some sponsorship just to kind of help cover some of the costs and sure. things like that. But it's not like I'm making, I still have to have my real job, but it's like take everything else away. I could quit today and I'd be happy with the relationships that I walked away with and the conversations that I've had. Well, what is, do you have, or have you thought about what your, cause you do have a point of view and does your point of view also have a, uh, a point of direction of where we want this to be? as you continue to grow the Wichita life. Sure. Um, I mean, it's always, it's constantly evolving. And I think part of it, um, I guess, was it probably two or three months ago I started doing, which I think you mentioned you've seen it, but the the Wichita weekly update. And yeah, so it's like I do. two to five minutes once a Love week. It. And I think part of that is one, I can do that in a little bit of time at home once a week when other times it might be hard to schedule something like this and do an hour podcast or 30 minute podcast with people scheduling can be a nightmare sometimes. Mm -hmm. And so it's something I can do somewhat consistently and I can get new stories out and I, I try to, I mean, it is intentionally, but not sweep under the rug, but like negative stories about our town, but I like the good stuff. We get enough of the negative stuff on the news. For I don't sure. need to hear about there was a shooting downtown and 10 right. people died. Like, I agree. I, I want to hear the good stuff. What are the good stories? There's a couple sisters that made an app for this, or there's a, a great story about uh, What are some stories that you've heard that you went, man, if I hadn't been doing this podcast and this weekly update, I wouldn't have sure. even known. Um, I guess that one I just mentioned, there's two sisters, which I, I don't know them, um, but they started an app to help blue collar workers like that work at spirit or some of the aircraft places get jobs because the industry is so volatile. And so 
um I, just a little conversation like that or like a um wait to, i want to hear more about sure what, what they did with the, um so i i haven't looked into it too much and i haven't downloaded it i believe it's called quick hire um but they're two african-american ladies who started this app again it's to connect employers with employees and i think i believe it's mostly like blue collar workers and so like a spirit uh i mean i work with a lady and her husband uh he is probably getting furloughed again for the second or third time this year at spirit because there's just with the pandemic and everything going on um and so like he would be able to maybe go on this app and find a job elsewhere to help provide for his family yeah and see that that kind of information by the way uh today is friday we always record on Fridays, the ICT podcast. And I was at a, a local institution that's phenomenal to eat at. And uh, what's well, the Monarch? I'll just tell you yeah. that. It's in Delano, Kansas, right Love here where we are, where Polish Productions is. And the Go section, the Go section is something that's in the Wichita Eagle, and it has been for years. And I never look at it anymore because I, I just, you know, I there's a disconnect between me and, and the uh, Wichita Eagle because that, we like have a reduction of reporters locally. That's a problem. But the go section, if you want to look at it, there's actually some information that you should have. So what I'm what I'm hearkening on there is the go section has good information. Mm -hmm. Your weekly updates have phenomenal information. And it's the, there's nothing negative in the go section, by the way. Right. There's nothing negative in, in what you're saying. It's actually right. saying, look, guys, you need to check out these awesome stories yeah. of people of what they're doing and yes furloughs are happening in something that's near and dear to wichita usa which is the aer aerospace mm -hmm. industry and these these women have created a way to connect people to yeah. get back at doing stuff so they can pay for stuff so they can be involved with exactly stuff. yeah and keep doing that man yeah. keep combing those how do you come up with those stories you're not just combing through the wichita eagle are you um honestly Maybe. <laughs> so I, the first place i usually go to so there's something called google news oh, i don't cool. know if you ever use it sure. which i wasn't really familiar with it till a few months there's back. something called goo what google news oh, google yes g-o-o-g-l-e <laughs> and so uh but you can filter that by local and cool. so uh official publications that their stuff will pop up which my website says blog is a official news thing. So take that with a grain of salt, what gets published here. But um, so Wichita Eagle gets published there, uh, Wichita Business Journal. And so I usually comb that and just see what five, grab five or six things. Um, if I don't see anything specifically on that, because there's some sort of algorithm there too, so you don't see everything. Um, I'll go look at the Wichita Business Journal because they usually have a lot of stuff for jobs and um, aircraft industry. Um, Outside of that, uh, Wichita by EB, he has a food blog. So usually um, I'll check his stuff just to Wichita see. Wichita by EB. EB. So his name's Eddie. Okay. Um, but he's, if you don't, if you haven't seen his website or his I blog, you need to go to it. It's okay. the best food blog in town by, a, he's eaten everywhere in town. Like, Wichita by EB.com. Yeah. Yep. And awesome. he's got Instagram and every big Facebook page. Um, but he's a great guy. I've only met him once in person, but we talk a lot on social media. But he's eaten everywhere in town. Are you having him on the podcast? I tried once. He didn't want to be on it the first Why? time I asked. So uh, he he prefers to kind of be undercover, I guess, when he goes to places. So like black I said, his face out. I got a podcast coming out on this have, podcast. His face is black. Make out. his voice <laughs> mute his voice. Or, uh, oh, make it, uh, you want you want to play with it yeah, voiceover? Right, well, exactly. Sure. But uh, yeah. So I mean, there's just all kinds of people in town, and so it's like I kind of make a I don't know conglomerate of all of the different sources right. and just send a couple out. So. 
Yeah. Uh, it, it's important to do that because there are there is a lot of negativity, even in, in times when we don't have a pandemic going right. on. It's important that people feel uh, that they can be encouraged yeah. when they're reading or listening or watching something. Sure. But uh, yeah, outside of the Witch Charlie weekly update, though, like long-term vision, I think I would just like to do more of them. Whether it's, I mean, I think the pipe dream would be if I could do something like that full time. But again, who knows if the Wichita market could support that, what that even looks like. But I, I enjoy it enough, I would do that full time so I could do more of them per week. But um, I think it's just continue to have meaningful conversations and then not just get new people on the podcast, but following up with people that I've already interviewed. Um, so Jacob Wayman, for example, sure. which I'm sure everybody in town knows Jacob. So yeah, he's, he's great. Well, Wayman and Simon, he, uh, I, you're too young for that, but one of the last, uh, full service gas stations okay. in, in the United States of America, probably, uh, I believe was his uncle. Okay. And, uh, See, I didn't even know as that. a child, my mom pulling the wood-sided station wagon in, and I want to say it was 13th and Woodlawn. Yeah. And they would do full service on your vehicle and Wayman and Simon. Yeah. And they just took great care of you. Sure. And I believe that was his uncle. And okay. I, I actually kind of believe that he said that was a little bit of inspiration of just being entrepreneurial. Sure. I could be wrong. Jacob, well, he, don't hold yeah. me to that. But I think he's a great guy. And because he's, so I interviewed him. It's probably been a year and a half ago now. But I mean, we still chat, have lunch every now and then. But even since the last time I, we spoke, like him and his now wife own the Orange Theory yes. here in town. And so yes. it's like, that's another podcast right there. Absolutely. Just talk to him about that. And what's that been like? And what's it been like going through the pandemic with owning a business somewhat recently and just dealing with all that? Um, so it's just fun to, I mean, reach out to those people. And there's just so many stories that Wichita doesn't know about that I don't know about. Um, one that I did this past spring was uh, Arthur Gunn. Debesh Pokerol, he lives in Wichita. He ended up getting runner-up in American Idol. Wow! And so it's like, why did nobody tell me about this guy before he was on American Idol? I happened to see his like audition in front of uh, Katy Perry, Lionel Richie, and Luke Bryan, and he like blew the socks off of them. And I'm like, okay, how have I not heard about this? And then he continued to progress. And so luckily, I got 20 minutes with him, kind of in the middle of the show run. Um, but it's like, I want to interview him again. Like, what's it like getting second place? Like, were you disappointed? Was it just an unreal experience? Like there's so many people around here that we just don't know about. Yeah. And, and there are great stories of people, just yeah. human stories. Yes. Uh, and sometimes we feel like we're, we're so unique in whatever plight we have in that moment, which is nonsense. Right. right. I don't know. We, even you who as a, Landon's a big, smiley, wonderful, <laughs> beautiful man. Smile, all this. Someday you have a, yeah, you know, kind of. Right. So it's, we have yeah. a tough, we have a tough moment, right? Right. And we all just need a little bit of encouragement, and that's what you're doing with your podcast. Yeah, because exactly. People listen to that and they say, "Oh, wow, there are really good stories in sure. here," and I, I just need to keep moving forward. Yeah. And and doing good things. Yeah, I well, think. Uh, uh, sorry to cut you no, off. No, please. Just that. Uh, kind of what I base some of my methodology, I guess, and how I formulate things. Um, one is like the Joe Rogan podcast. I think everyone's listened to a little bit of Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah, just that one's the conversation aspect of it. Like, yeah, he asks meaningful question. He listens yeah. and goes deep with that. Um, but there's also Tim Ferriss, who, which I don't know if you've listened to him, but his is a little bit more structured and that's kind of, he has specific questions he asks everybody. And so I try to do a mix of that. I try to get, okay, let's talk about your story. You're come up in Wichita. What's your relation? Ask some like general questions about what you've kind of accomplished, 
what's your definition of success, that kind of stuff, and then some specific Wichita questions that tie everything together. Hmm. Um, and then there's also like how I built this, which is Guy Raz from yeah. NPR, right. how they built their companies from the ground up. So I, I kind of cherry pick ideas and certain questions and how they ask questions and that kind of stuff. But that's kind of how I go about, uh, I don't know, preparing and then performing the interview. Yeah, that's good. Well, everybody grabs some inspiration from right. from some other place. I mean, right, we all do. Right. Uh, but I, I'd encourage you to be more you because you're, yeah, you I, are great, man. Thank you. Just appreciate be, that. Be you because a lot of times if you're sitting there trying to think about, cause I don't know if this happens to you, but it happens to me more than I would care to yeah. admit. I'm in the middle of a conversation and I love to digress from points. Boom, bada, boom, bada, boom. Yeah. And then I go, what the hell was I talking about? Right. But if you're not as uniquely you, mm -hmm. like truly who you are, then you're going to develop this alternative personality of like, man, I'm not really sure. Right. Yeah. What, I agree 100%. I, what am I delivering? Right. And you don't want to deliver somebody else's message. You want to deliver right. Landon's yeah. message. Well, even if it's like, like I said, I, I come prepared with a list of questions. Yeah. And I think sometimes I, I need that because if I get too far off, I need to be able to get back, circle back around to where I'm at. Um, and also it just helps me kind of prepare like, okay, I'm doing some research on you. I'll go through Wikipedia, anything yeah. I can find and kind yes. of listen to other interviews um, and kind of write out some questions that maybe you asked or that kind of thing. Um, but also I think I, I catch myself um, again, just, I don't listen to their answer all the time. Mm -hmm. And I think that's an issue. And again, like sometimes like, so Arthur Gunn podcast, they told me I had 20 minutes with him because he's a hot shot now. And so I had to kind of stick to my questions, but then I, I got negative feedback from that because I think I gained like almost 800 subscribers on YouTube. I went from like nothing to 800 subscribers because Phenomenal. he's from Nepal originally. Wow. And so there's this huge community in Nepal that now follows my YouTube channel in Wichita, Kansas. Awesome. And they were like, this interviewer, all he did was like, he didn't listen to what he said. He had went straight to question to question. And I'm like, I know I was doing that, but I had to do it for a reason there. But then there's other times when I have an hour and a half and I feel myself doing that. But here's the and cool I think thing. that's a problem. You can, no one's telling you, you can't jump right back on the microphone right. and Landon gets to say, all right, I'm going to go through every little question right. or, or negative feedback right. I saw in the YouTube notes here. Now, guys, did you know why I right. couldn't do right, this right. and couldn't do that? But see, that's the beautiful part about a podcast. Yeah. It's not a news, it's not a news production where everything has to be perfect. Right. And oh no, we slipped up on this or we slipped up on that, or we <laughs> said, uh, hey San Diego, go right. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, so yeah. we can talk about why the things are the way they are, right. which is really what, in my opinion, endears people sure. to uh the entertainment or the knowledge that they're gaining, they go, Oh, you know what? This person isn't better than me. They're different than me. Right. And I can learn from them. Yeah, exactly. You know, I think, I think that is what's so great about the medium of a podcast yeah. is we can really go, Oh, this is just a human being. You know, right. our, our point of view when we started the ICT podcast was uh, entrepreneurs, people who do difficult things at the highest level. And, yeah. you know, being able to create a podcast is difficult because yeah. you don't know, oh my gosh, how am I going to get them scheduled? Who am I going to talk to? What am I going to say? I have these time constraints. Yeah. Uh, one time constraint that I had with a particular guest and we went to him, which we go on location. Thank you, Christopher, from time to time. <laughs> uh, but they walked in and like you said, the expectation is, hey, this is the media. So, you know, how long is this going to take? 
and they're expecting right. a podcast where they're going to ask or an interview or a media person. They're going to say this question, this question, this question, and they have all the right. answers right. in there. And so they know this is going to take about 15 minutes. Well, in this case, it lasted 39 minutes and the, the guest thought that it lasted about 15 minutes. Well, right. About 15 minutes deep, all of a sudden, the conversation gets good. He started talking because he stopped being right. this. I'm going to, you know, it's not a ping pong game. You're going to hit a ball. I'm going to hit it back. You're right. going to hit a ball. I'm going to hit it back. It's, it's more nuanced than yeah. that. Yeah. And that's where the good stuff comes out where people say, okay, you know, I can relate to this. Right. If we're not relatable, we're in deep trouble. Yeah. I think the one podcast that comes to mind. So there's a guy. Um, his name name is uh, Daniel Nawasu, but he goes by Dax. He's a rapper. Mm. And so he went to Sunrise Christian. He's from Canada. No kidding. Went there for a little while. Um, ended up going to like Montana or somewhere. D D1. Um, it ended up not working out. Played basketball. Um, and he came back to Wichita and played at Newman for two years. And so he was like the leading scorer in the conference, all this stuff. Um, and then he started his rap career while he was there. Kind of got into poetry and then started rapping. He's got a million and a half subscribers on YouTube, Whoa. that kind of stuff. So anyways, so I, I reached out to him and he was, oh yeah, man, let's do it. Let's have a podcast. And so I uh, came home over my lunch break one day, do it over the, over lunch. I, I call him, he's getting in his car. He's like, yeah, man, I got like five minutes. What's up? And I was like, we're doing a podcast. It's not five minutes. So it's not like one, I want to talk to you for like 30, 45 an hour. And he's like, okay, um, how about later? I'm like, okay, sure. So like I, I came home from work for this, but okay. Um, so I do it that night. I call him. He was sleeping. He just woke up. And then I, again, I have my kind of prepared questions and I kind of ask them to start out. Hey, introduce yourself. He introduces himself and burns through half of my questions, just kind of <laughs> rapid fire. <laughs> and, and he's just acts like he doesn't want to be there. And I'm just like, well, we don't have to do this. Like if you really don't want to do it, like sure. it's not going to hurt me to not do it. But um, but I was excited to talk to him. And so after that, we kind of got talking, made him laugh a little bit. And then we went on for 40 minutes. And once we got going after five or 10 minutes of him, like, like, what am I even doing? Like, this guy's a nobody. We started talking and he was telling jokes. And like, it was just, a, it was a, ended up being a really good podcast. But starting out, like, if you just tried to do five or 10 minutes, it would have been the worst interview of all time. Man, I tell you what, Landon, what you just said, though, is is so much of life. And you persisted, though. You kept going with, mm -hmm. look, that. And everybody out there needs to do that with whatever negative interaction you think someone's going to give you some kind of this, that, or the other. Keep going. Yeah. Keep keep leading with the one, the confidence that you have, and two, the kindness. Hopefully, that you have. To yeah. Be, truly, be authentically uh, concerned about what or or interested in sure. what this person has to say. And I think being interested in one another, you don't have that with. Uh, what do they call it? Legacy news outlets. That's the new term. Have you, have you heard this? Sure, I have heard that. Yeah, so the legacy news outlets, they don't because they are selling a particular product. And, right. and you know, we're, with this, with any podcast medium, in my opinion, or any conversation, mm -hmm. just with human beings, like right. the one that you had with your friends when you sat down and you had beers, you're not selling anything. You're right. truly selling humanity and the ability to, to communicate and, right. and be together where you go, you know what? I sacrificed my time to be with my little girl, to be with this person. Right. And so I better get something darn good out of it. Exactly. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I love the Wichita life. It's uh it's a, it's a cool, it's a cool podcast. And uh, I love that how you, you started it very organically. 
because uh, Wichita needs somebody to 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 take them through it the way you are, and you're you're taking people through Wichita in a, in a fun way. Thank you, and I think there's there's plenty of room for. Like people might see, oh, there's two Wichita podcasts. There's the ICT podcast and the Wichita Life podcast. And there's been others, the Saunders and Cash podcast that Floyd Saunders worked on. We're not competitors. Like we're all building no. each other up, building up no. Wichita. Um, and I think there's just, there's too many stories that even just we could tell. Like there could be 10 yeah. more of these and it'd probably all be fine. Yeah, no question about it. And I, I, you know, it's funny. I don't even consider that, Landon. It doesn't, and you know, ICT to me was ice. This is the the premise as to why we started this. I would read the Wichita Business Journal and I would read the Wichita Eagle, which I honestly can't even remember what the name of the paper is, but it's the Wichita Eagle. And these stories they were telling of great people right. were no story whatsoever. They have an agenda yep. and they interview somebody. And I would talk to many of these people that they interviewed and they'd mm -hmm. say, they called and we talked for 20 minutes and they used seven words. Right. And they quoted it incorrectly. Right. Well, what what do you okay? Exactly. What's the point of that really? Well, the point of that is they have an agenda and they have something that they want to sell, which is perfectly fine. I thought that we should do something different than that. Right. And something that should be attractive to people all over the world. And like you said, you have all yeah. these Nepalese. I think that's I watched something I about right. Mary last night. So I only were no Nepalese. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I only got these Nepalese coins. Oh, that's that funny. Yeah, it's yeah. It's movie. been a long time. Yeah. I, I know. It's good. Watch it tonight, guys. Uh <laughs> I'm I'm uh, you know, breaking news. Something about Mary's hilarious. Uh <laughs> But that's it, it isn't a competition thing. Right. By the way, if we want to be competitive, we should be competitive with who we were yesterday. Exactly right. You know, yep. and, and be better today than who I was yesterday. Yep. And I should gain inspiration, which I do from what Landon does and from what other people do, from what Christopher does. Your music's beautiful, <laughs> Christopher CPT. Uh, but we need to garner more uh, respect and inspiration from one another. So we will do yeah. and take action. And yeah. I think the taking action thing is the part that so many people aren't doing right now. And yep. one, because we're in a pandemic and a lockdown and it's, it's very com confusing to a lot of people <clears throat> that, Oh, oh, I can't do this. I can't, the word I can't do right. is the reason why entrepreneurial organizations exist to teach you. Yes, you can. Yep. And how weird is it that we're in a, in a place right now where it's like, no, you can't do this. You actually can't do this because right. of a pandemic. And so I, I, I think being able to have more conversations with people at a deep level yeah. where understanding and authenticity comes through, that's where we're going to hopefully inspire others to take action. And and that's, that's really my perspective on yeah. this, but that's, that's clearly what you want to do, Absolutely, but you yeah. also want to elevate. Right unique parts of wichita yeah because when you see the ict or excuse me <laughs> that's me <laughs> when you see wichita life ict mm -hmm. on instagram i mean these are beautiful pictures yeah and these are places that anyone would go i want to go check that out yeah is your wife helping you with the pictures now or are you um, just the photographer so we actually don't even take a whole lot of the pictures so no a lot kidding. of a lot of it is um, i'm glad you said that yeah so it's more of a platform to highlight other people's stuff so awesome. i get either sent or tagged that. or whatever else that. pictures of other people's beautiful pictures again a lot of drone shots which i don't have a drone i can't do that awesome. but there's cool drone shots of the city um 
And so it's more of a platform. I, I've described it in the past as kind of like a megaphone for other people in Wichita because I want to I want to get them out there. We try to do it. It's not every week, but I'd like to do it weekly. But like, hey, check out this guy. Check out this photographer. Here's a picture of what he looks like. Here's some stuff about him. And here's nine of his favorite shots. Like, again, we I don't want it to be about me. I want to. It's not about my wife, Candace and I. It's about Wichita. And that's what we want to keep it about. Beautiful. Keep doing it. Wichita Life ICT on Instagram. Yep, everything. Facebook, Twitter, and the Wichita Life Podcast. And the Wichita Life Podcast.com. Uh, Wichita Life ICT.com. But if you go to whatever podcast catcher, podcatcher, whatever you want to call it, Wichita Life Podcast, and it should pop up. Awesome. Landon Huslick, thanks for being on the ICT Podcast. Thanks, Brandon. You're phenomenal, man. Thank you, sir. Make it a great one. Thank you. again to everyone that listened to this episode of the Wichita Life Podcast. If you enjoyed, please rate and review our podcast on whatever app you use. If you have any recommendations, please reach out at wichitalifeict at gmail.com. Thanks again.